everybody. This is Patty Negri. Welcome to the Witching Hour. Yep, that hour of the day when the veil is thin and magic happens. I have double magic for you today. Yes, I do. I have Eric and Mike from War Party Paranormal all the way out in Florida. They're great guys. You are going to love them like I do. But before I bring them on, where's Patty? Yep. I got to look so I can tell you. If you are tuning into this the week we first drop, which is the week of June 5th, 2023. Yep, year's almost half over. I am right here right now. I just got back from Pacific Coast Paracon. My friend Stefan Brigatti produces this beautiful Paracon in this haunted old theater in Ventura, beautiful beach city. And I'm sure we had a fabulous time. I did a seance, we did ghost hunts, we talked, we played, we talked to ghosts. I brought Belle, I brought Black Phillip. Yes, indeed. I think I did anyway. We're taping this just before. And this weekend, I will be in Las Vegas, my other favorite city, at the Halloween Emporium and Haunted Tea Room. I'm going to be doing a seance. I'm actually going to be doing two seances. The first one sold out so fast. We just let, added a later night one for Saturday night. I am teaching a practical magic class because everybody needs a little practical magic in their life. You don't have to be a witch or a psychic or a medium but everybody can have magic. So join me. I'm going to do book signings and just hanging out. So Halloween Emporium. Now, for those of you in town, or even if you're out of town, Tuesday, I'm going to be teaching a haunted doll class. You guys have been asking for it. You know, you always, Belle's been mostly asking for it. Um, so Tuesday at my school, universitymagicus.com or magicu.org. Very inexpensive, live on Zoom. We're all over the country, all over the world in a small, intimate setting where we're going to talk about haunted dolls. Um, so please join me. I would love that. And on Wednesday, which is movie coven, let's bring Black back. Bet I was almost not tongue-tied. Black Phillip, shall we? Witches, talking about witches in movies. Heather, Courtney, Jason, Richard Lael, and myself, witches talking about witches. So we're doing one of those many Hansel and Gretel films this week. I think it's Gretel and Hansel. I don't know. But join us. We'll be advertising it. And it is live on YouTube. So you guys join in the chat room. You tell us what you like and what you don't like. And we'll agree and disagree with each other and with you. And it's lots of fun. We usually go south right away. And uh, please join us. Six o'clock Pacific time, nine o'clock Eastern, wherever in the middle, which is Movie Coven. Now, looking into August, July's kind of quiet. Actually, I'm doing some filming out of state. But for events, good ones in August, really good ones. On the uh, the 11th, 12th, 13th, I'm going to be in New Orleans at Hexfest. That is a huge, about as witchy as you can get, put on by my friend Christian Day. I am teaching three different workshops and I'm doing part of a panel. So I'm all over New Orleans. It's really great. So please join me there. And then two weeks after, I'm going to be at Michigan Paracon, my Paracon. That is actually one of my absolute favorite Paracons. It's big way up in Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan, almost to Canada. It's this beautiful casino, this Native American casino, big stage, everybody comes. So make your tickets now. So join me at Michigan Paracon. Join me at Hexfest. 
this week, join me in Las Vegas and join me online right here in front of your computer or your phone on Tuesday and Wednesday night. One more awesome thing, Ghost Adventures, as of right now, has moved to the Discovery Channel. Yep, if you can't find it on Travel Channel, look on Discovery, a much bigger platform. I'm not mean Discovery Plus. We are still on Discovery Plus streaming where you could watch any episode anytime, but a brand new season look for me on Discovery Channel. I am so excited. It just launched this past week with their big two-hour special at Lake Mead um, and some fun ones coming up. So Ghost Adventures, huge, now on Discovery. That's it. That's where I am. Where are you? Hi, everybody. Guess what time it is? Yep, it is time for the Willow Report. Guess who she is now? She's not just my beautiful willow, my psychic willow, my athlete willow. She's my Lake Hollywood willow. Yep. Today, she went on my morning workout with me. Now, I've been going there for years and years. It's actually the Hollywood Reservoir. It's a beautiful man-made lake right above my house in the Hollywood Hills. It's a three and a half mile walk. We work out on the dam, on the bridge. And they used to have a very strict rule about no dogs. Well, they have a sign anymore, but they don't care. They got rid of their guards. They got rid of their everybody else and everybody's bringing their dogs. They keep them on leash and they pick up after them. So I was there. My friend who works out with me brings her two dogs every day, but I don't usually bring Willow because I'm out of habit. Today, my friend Sebastian, you guys all know Father Sebastian, who works out with me too. He came over for coffee and he goes, let's take Willow. And I went, yeah, let's take Willow. Willow, did you have the best time in your entire life? Just about. She was really good. She sat with her two other doggy friends while we were doing our workout, our pace, our pace workout. And then she walked a full hour with us with these short little legs. And we did about two and a half miles. And she loved every second of it. She was a good, good dog. So now if you're up at Lake Hollywood, you might see the beautiful Willow because I think it's a new habit. So that's the Willow Report. She gets extra exercise as she trains for the Wiener Nationals next month. So this week's magic, and I do it every year at this time, is health, weight, weight control, and body image. Because oftentimes after the holidays and through the winter months, we maybe added a couple extra pounds, or if we didn't add extra pounds, just not as fit as we really, really want to be. Maybe our exercise hasn't been as good. Just maybe we just haven't ate as well. Maybe we're just not as healthy as we'd like to be to go into the summer months. So um, I am an expert at this because I'm a professional dieter since I've been 16 years old. So um, some of my magical tricks that make it really, really fun. And again, it's not just weight loss. Maybe you need to lower your sugar level. Maybe you have cholesterol issues. Maybe you just have energy issues. Maybe you just want to eat healthier and have a better body image. I'm just going to give you two of my favorite always work tricks because tricks are magic and tricks are spell casting. If you're a magical practitioner or a witch or just why not bring magic into what you're doing instead of like, oh, I got to eat healthy. Make it, let's make it fun. So the first thing I want everybody to do is get yourself a candle a magic beauty and health candle. Any kind of a candle could be this kind of seven day candle. I want you to charge it and 
maybe that's a class for another day, but put your intent into your energy. If it's this kind, I want you to write things on it, like healthy, fit, thin, strong, low cholesterol, whatever it is that you want to write. I want you to charge it, put your breath into it, like candle, charging the candle. If you want to anoint it with any oils, but really create this. This is my health and beauty and awareness candle. Because almost all of our issues of not eating healthy are just we're unconscious. Have you ever caught yourself maybe in front of a television, just like stuffing popcorn in your face or just like, did I just eat a big dinner or did I even notice kind of thing? So it's all about awareness. This magic candle, once you have it charged, guess what? Every time you eat, you have to light your candle. Every time. Here's my meal. I'm going to light it. Come up with a little chant. Do three deep breaths. What I'm going to eat now, I'm going to be conscious of it. It's going to be used for health and energy and whatever I need it for. And everything else will be released. Um, and I mean, every time. If you go in at midnight and you want one little cookie or maybe even one little carrot stick, I got to light my candle. Now you might be going, ah, I cannot take a candle with me to work. I'm not going to carry my own candle and I go somewhere out to dinner. If you can't bring your candle with you, imagine it. So you are, might be sitting there at your cubicle at work going, do your three deep breaths. <sighs> okay. I, what I'm going to eat now, I'm going to be conscious of. What I eat now is going to be used for pure health. What I eat now, picture yourself lighting the candle, holding the candle, whatever you need to do. Then you eat your lunch and then you imagine yourself putting it out. Now, just like with any spell working candle, you don't want to blow it out if you can. You want to snuff it. Either use a candle snuffer or put something over the oxygen goes away or be brave, lick it with your finger because you want to keep the wick hungry for the next time you light it. It's a continuing spell. One candle can last you a really, really long time. So that's my number one for your awareness and that the candle you put magic in uses the food wisely of what you're eating. My other thing is you need the visual because remember, I'm that mind, body, spirit girl. You'll never surpass your thought pattern or your beliefs pattern or your worthiness up. So get yourself two jars. Say if you want to lose weight, say if you want your blood pressure to go down or you want your, 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 your sugar counts or something like that. Get yourself two jars. Here's one of my two jars. Say if what you want to lose or gain. Say you want to lose five pounds, 10 pounds, 100 pounds. Put five, 10 or 100 marbles into that jar or shells or beans or whatever else you want to do. And then have your second, your empty one. So every time, say, if you lose a pound, you take that one marble out and you put it over to the other one. Again, if your blood pressure goes down, you put one over to the other one. If your heart rate, you're trying to get it healthy, you move it over to the other one. Now, if you have a bad day or a bad week and oops, I gained a pound. Oops, my what count went up. Guess what? Yes, you have to move it and put it back there. Don't get mad at yourself, but this is giving you a really good visual and a literal magical spell. It looks cute. Nobody has to know what it is. Or you could put right on it, lose, loss, to lose. Or you could put losing my marbles, which is like my favorite thing to do. I'm losing my marbles right here. So these two things, um, 
just alone will change your consciousness about eating. They will change what your awareness of what you're choosing to eat, whether you just want to bring more healthy food, fruits and vegetables, go vegetarian or go vegan, or just get rid of processed foods, gain weight, lose weight, or just get healthy. Start with these two. And I promise you will see results right away. Magic is everywhere. You just got to follow discipline with it once in a while. I have some double magic for you today. I have Eric Vanderlaan and Mike Del Coro from War Party Paranormal. Yay! Mm -hmm. Two of my favorite guys from the other side of the country over there. Mm -hmm. um, I, they are amazing guys. They are both paranormal investigators. Um, let me tell you just a little bit and then I'll let them explain. Um, Eric is the host of War Party Paranormal Radio Show. Um, he is a co-owner and producer director of White Noise Media Company, which produces the new paranormal series, The Haunted Files, as seen on the streaming network, Paraflix, my Paraflix, their Paraflix, your Paraflix, I hope. He's appeared on various Latin television networks, including Univision, Telemundo, and Amer America TV, whatever that is, Eric and his teammates, War Party Paranormal, are regulars on Latin television show Primer Impacto, featuring on the Univision Network. Now, and his partner sitting right there next to you, above you, wherever that is, Mike Del Coro is a tech specialist, investigator, case manager with War Party Paranormal Research Team. He is also co-host of the team's live radio show with Eric, and also co-stars on a show called The Haunted Files on Paraflix, of which we just explained. Mm -hmm. um, he can be found helping people who are having paranormal problems and helping run interactive public ghost hunting events to help spread awareness and raise money for many historical societies along with Florida Coast. He's been featured on numerous paranormal magazines, podcasts, and local TV spots. War Party Paranormal Research Team is a group of amazing people, and I can vouch for that, with each member having a, a unique skill set. I love these guys. I've got to work with Eric a couple of times mm -hmm. at Paracons. And Mike, I can't wait to talk about the Delgo experiment. So welcome, Me guys. Too. I'm going to let you guys just introduce yourselves, say a little bit about what's going on. What is going on right now with War Party with you guys? Well, we're very busy. Um, we always have something going on. And and thank you again, Patty, for bringing us on your show. Um, we're very excited. And yeah, we're um, we're with War Party Paranormal Research. And basically what we do is we're non-for-profit and we help people who have paranormal problems. And we've been doing residentials lately, so helping out people. Um, we also do events, like you mentioned before, and we do have one coming up. It's going to be June 24th at the Haunted Gold Coast Railroad Museum, which is one of our most favorite places to investigate, super active. And then we're also going to be at the Hamilton County Jail Paracon, which is in North Florida, Jasper, Florida. And that's going to be June 9th. Oh, beautiful. Um, so, okay, you guys work together. I've worked with you. So, Mike, you are the tech, I mean, not that you both you both do tech, but you are this tech and kind of inventor guy. And I've mm -hmm. got to experience your glasses. So tell everybody about mm -hmm. what these Delco experiment, what these glasses are. Absolutely. So my name is Mike Del Coro. Um, 
I am the tech specialist of the team. And I had this idea, this crazy idea a while back. And I was like, you know what? I was looking at things and doing some research. And I was looking into the Gansfeld experiment and parapsychology type things. And if you're unfamiliar with the, anybody that's listening that's unfamiliar with the Gansfeld experiment, it was a way that they could test ESP or they thought they could test ESP mm-hmm. um, back. It was actually started way earlier, but it was brought back in in like around the 70s. Um, and what they would do is they would take ping pong balls and cut them in half and put them over your eyes and shine a red light uh, and you would listen to white noise. And then they would do experiments and, and use uh, the cards and different symbols and, and things that test the ESP. Uh, people started having hallucinogenic type effects and different things um, doing this. And I'm thinking to myself, you know what? This is very similar but different than the Estes method, which is where you listen to a spirit box with headphones and a blindfold. And somebody's asking questions. Therefore, the subject can't hear or see, and they're just repeating whatever they hear out of the spirit box. Mm-hmm. So my idea was I got I want to mix the two and see what happens, right? So we could do the red lights over the eyes for extrasensory deprivation while listening to a spirit box and have somebody ask questions and see what happens. Um, So I was like, there's got to be a better way than carrying ping pong balls, right? (laughs) So I started testing multiple different things and and different goggles and glasses and different things until I came up with the final version that I, I, we called the Delco goggles. And yeah, Patty got the, to test it. Eric brought him up to one of the Paracons. I didn't even know. And, uh, he asked her to try it and he was going crazy. (laughs) Yeah. I was so excited that, that you got the experience, the experience, what, what I've heard other people experience. And, she basically when we do this if if somebody is is sensitive to the paranormal and um or an intuitive or, or any of these kinds of things it amplifies the the session so much more and it all depends on the person um but yeah we had a lot of people reporting visuals and and it just amplifies the the sounds that are coming through and and the way that patty explained it what she her experience was mind blowing to me because it lined up with some of the stuff that our team was experiencing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was, I guess there was, Eric also showed me some of the videos of some of the other people that tried it. Natalie tried it um, and some other people. And it was just awesome to see. And and it was really cool. They're really catching on. I've been selling them uh, and I'm working with uh, uh, another person in the paranormal community that owns a store that sells them. So I'm going to be, getting them to him to get them out there. And it's not for me to make a profit. I, I just want people to experience this pair of unity. I want other people to see what's going on and kind of report. I have a website, not a website, but a Facebook page that I post other people's experiences to. So we could all see what's happening. And, and it's really catch a storm because, you know, there paranormal investigations have kind of plateaued with the equipment and some of the stuff that we do. And uh, I just thought it was really neat that it, it was it's it's working the way it is and and getting a lot of fantastic results. Patty, could you do you remember any like <laughs> what I remember? Yes, it was amazing. And I've done again. I've done the Estes method with your regular. You can't hear and you say what's going on in the spirit box, what you're getting, and then wow, how that matches up. But this was I didn't know what to expect. And it really was what you were talking about, the hallucinogenic. Oh, there they are, the beautiful glasses. You look really cute in them, too. (laughs) Thank you. Ah, No. And I totally went into that 
psychedelic experience. I was seeing the room. I couldn't see the room literally, but I saw mm. the room and I saw the spirits in the room. It literally became like the walls became liquid. That's the first thing mm. I noticed. So a bigger version of what I have with my sight, with my mediumship or all the different ways that I see things. This was like, you know, on steroids, it was, became this thing on steroids. And I'm like, you know, I felt like I'd taken mushrooms or something. Not that I know. That's why. <laughs> it was like, it's like, okay, yeah, we've got this whole thing. And what I like about, I, I, I love tech. I am not a tech person, but tech with you guys with tech, what tech has done is confirmed what I've been seeing for like simple SLS camera. Like for years, I could be saying the ghost is crossing their arms. The ghost is crossing your arm. You believe mm -hmm. me or you don't believe me. Now there's somebody in another room who can't see me with a green stick fair that crossing their arms. So that's mm -hmm. great. Again, it's a confirmation. But what this did, the Delco, is it increased my intuition. It increased my gift. Not just it's the mm -hmm. tech showing that what I'm seeing. It made my thing stronger. Mm -hmm. like, and enhanced it. That's different than I know of of other tech stuff. It's like getting out of your own way. So that's it's, what I'm so excited about. Yeah, it's so neat. And and what I feel it does is it helps get people into a meditative state, um, you know, faster. And if you practice that, like like yourself, that's key. Or, you know, it, it helps you get into that state a little faster because you know you're not just sitting there with your eyes closed. Now you have that sensory deprivation. Um, where you're actually just staring into to a red light. Um, like Eric and I both were, were not extremely sensitive, but I mean, after, you know, investigating the paranormal for Mike as has a sensitive heart though. Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, you can start to feel little things. You can feel when things are a little off or you feel mm -hmm. things are heavy or things like that, but that's about it. So when I do it or Eric does it, it th we don't really get the, the deep visuals like some people do. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, the 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 responses are always unbelievable. Yeah, mm -hmm. so really neat, and, and it's just uh, you know we're always trying different things and experiments and trying to you know just better ourselves and learn. And, and I wasn't gonna let Patty leave Virginia City until she tried that experiment. <laughs> <laughs> he held, he blocked the wall, the one road into town. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. no unlocked the door. <laughs> and, and then when we did it with Natalie, it was just I. Excited. And I have a pair now, which makes me very, very happy. Yeah. So thank you guys. So yeah, you guys check it out because again, I think it helps you. Like you said, it goes into that meditative state, the different brain waves. When I teach my mediumship classes at my school, when I teach stuff like that, it's learning how to get out of your own way, the different brain state. You know, you can use the psychological terms, you can use the magical terms, but this is a nice way to do it. So I bet you, and I bear to differ a little bit. You guys say you're not real intuitive. I think you are. You maybe well, focus on that left brain. And yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that because I remember you were on one of our shows and you were saying that the most sensitive spot is the back of your neck. Mm -hmm. And when I do it... I. Actually, the last time I did it, I felt like a cold hand on the back of my neck. It was really weird. Yeah. That's the first thing that popped in my head when you yeah. said it. We, lo we love talking with you because we always take something away from it. Like, we always mm -hmm. learn something talking with you. We're taking and notes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and you know, that's that was something that, that blew my mind, too, when you were saying that. Like, you know, that's the most sensitive part of your body when it comes to the spiritual world. Yeah. And, uh, go ahead. 
No, no, I was just going to say mm -hmm. this is, okay, this area through here, our five senses are there, how we see, how we smell, how we taste, and mm -hmm. our sixth sense, our third eye. We Everybody, whatever you believe that is, the third eye. But the this whole part I call the crown of illumination. When you see from every belief system, when you see the holy pictures and you see the glow around their head, mm -hmm. It's the, whether it's a halo of an angel or around Christ or around Buddha or whoever, it's that. But the biggest, the portal is right here. And I forget the scientific, I used to know the anatomy, where your head and neck come together is the biggest portal on your body. This is where we could see out. This is where it could come in. That's mm -hmm. the easiest explanation of it. That's why when you pray, you bow, bow your, your head, head to open that right. up to God for wow. spirit. Mm -hmm. so, so you guys have it. You guys probably have all these things and you just just didn't notice what it was well yeah. i've been developing it as the years go by i noticed that i have more um sensitive abilities that i didn't realize i had and it's more like intuition it's kind of hard to explain it like i get pulled to a spot and then things start happening i always just follow my gut and that always works out best yeah. for me and that's that's what it is it's just getting and i follow eric between that logical left brain you know, and shush that a little bit. You're going to use it again to, to translate perhaps, but, but you can't use it because that just shuts down that right intuitive brain. So yes, trust your gut, trust your heart, trust, trust that intuition. And it's, it's crazy. Like that, what he said is so true. Like we'll go places and I'll be, I'm, I'm looking at it like as like a physical map, like, okay, if we hit here and, and, you know, and I'm like overthinking it a little bit, Eric's like, let's just try over here. I feel like something we should try over here. And as soon as we go where he pulls us to, is where we start getting activity. It's it's really mm -hmm. wild. Yeah. yeah, it's in all of us. And because you guys play in this paranormal world, you play on the other side of the veil, it's going to get stronger and stronger. Yeah. I think we all have it in us. I think kids really have it. And it just gets taught out of us in our modern Western non, we took the mysticism magic out of everything and made it all about logical brain. And mm -hmm. you have to set that aside for some things, use it to create your tech and then go. So, but even, I don't even think anybody's, even if you're a, a tech geek are going to go into the paranormal unless you have some knowledge, some knowing. So how did yeah. you, guys, how did you guys get into this crazy world of ours? Well, I don't have a crazy experience. I went into this as a skeptical, as being skeptic and, you know, back when Ghost Hunters started years ago, that's what draw me in. I'm like, hmm, I wonder if that's really real. I'd like to go on the paranormal investigation and see. So, you know, I started dabbling and doing stuff on my own and going to events. And I went on to one event in Miami, where I'm from. And at the end of the event, I spoke to the director. And I'm like, you know what? I, I want to go on one of your investigations. I'll carry equipment. Um I'll pay you money, whatever. And before I knew it, I was on the team and I'm doing events and I'm doing residentials. And I noticed in the beginning, I'm more focused on the scientific part, like mm -hmm. trying to use the gadgets, trying to get evidence. And it wasn't really working for me. And I was with that team for about, I don't know, maybe like four or five years. And then I ended up leaving and going to war party and starting the South team, which covers Miami, South Florida. And with War Party Paranormal, we have a very eclectic group of people. Everyone's very diverse. We have a Rick A. Master. We have Wiccans. We have a pastor. And they taught me to open up my mind. So what I've been doing when I go on investigation is I just try to feel the vibe. Um, just sit there by myself, try to open myself up. And I noticed that 
more and more things start happening. And the weird thing is, is that the places that I go more often, it's almost like I'm building relationships with these spirits to the point where like I'm doing an electronic voice phenomenon session with a recorder asking questions and playing it back. And it gets to the point where like, hey, do you remember me? What's my name? And I get Eric. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Isn't it cool? So mm -hmm. how, it is, about, it is. how about you, Mike? How did you get into this? Ooh, um, so I was always interested in all things a little bit outside of the box, you know, and when I was a child, I did have an experience. I don't talk about it very often because it, it scared the living bejesus out of me, but I was a child and I woke up and I was looking down at the foot of my bed and there was three shadow figure type and I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to call them. I, I, when I was younger, I thought they were aliens. <laughs> I, you know, I didn't know what was going on, but there was shadow type figures that, that visited me. There was three and, you know, it, it scared, scared me senseless, you know, when I was a child, cause I, I didn't know what was going on. Um, so that always, you know, kind of rung back in my head. There's something going on, you know, what, what was that? And then uh, years later, uh, I think about eight years ago, I had a friend that his wife's best friend was like talking. She's like, I think my apartment's haunted and um, I'm actually going out of town and my, you know, your, your friend's wife is going to watch my dog. You guys are welcome into the apartment to check it out. Um, so I was like, okay, it was my first paranormal investigation. Right. So we went over there and it was just being a friend went in the house and they had a little dog. Um, as soon as we opened the door, I'll keep this kind of short too, but we opened, as soon as we opened the door, I heard water running. And I'm like, that's strange. Why would there be um, water running? So we, we followed the sound to the bathroom. The bathroom door was open. The water, both faucets were on full blast, like the hot and cold, like we're both full. God knows how long it was running in here mm. and all her product, you know, like her, whatever soaps and different things that she had that were all on the counter were all pushed into the sink. There was nothing left on the counter. Everything was in the sink and both knobs and both faucets were on. Um, and I was just like blown away and we called the owner and we said, Hey, did you know, by any chance? And she's like, no way. Um, we had a lot of experiences. Like her room was locked from the inside. We had to pick it to get in. We heard a disembodied growl. Wow. And then the last, and, and weirdest thing was we went outside to take a break and we came back in and the dog was on top of the kitchen counter and the dog was, is only, you know, like this big little legs. There was no way it could get and after that. I was just like, okay, this is, I got to figure out what's going on. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. That's some big stuff. That's my dog. I have a dachshund. She couldn't get on the table. She couldn't get on the couch without a ramp. <laughs> yeah, it was about the dog was about the size of Willow, and it was on <laughs> top of the kitchen counter, and it was looking. It was scared. It was like, "What is going on?" Um, and then you know, I met the guys at met Eric and the guys at, and the guys and girls at War Party, and then history from there. That's yeah. awesome. He, he met this um, crazy guy, and he's like, "I gotta like join this group." <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of Willow, heard her name. So <laughs> she heard you. Ah, so our. All right. I think, and animals do see spirits. I, it hasn't got taught mm -hmm. out of them like it has in our, our modern society. Animals do. But I'm going to, 
you guys do residential. Have you noticed an uptick in hauntings and things going on? Yes, yes, which is odd. And I was trying to figure out why. Um, you know, it, it kind of slowed down during COVID where I thought it might have picked up because pe more people are spending time in their home. Mm -hmm. um, but for some reason, it, it just in the last few months has picked up a lot. Yeah. We've been doing a lot of cases. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I noticed that too, because I do a lot of clearings myself. And it's like, everybody's like, I've got all this stuff going on at my house now. I think it's a lot of reasons. I think it's the state of the world and everybody's a little off balance. Yeah. I think it's literally, we are moving into that age of Aquarius they sang about and the veil is actually thinning between the worlds. Mm -hmm. um, science and spirituality is crashing together with yes. all the quantum stuff. So I think paranormal is only going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And <laughs> soon yeah. it's, uh, as soon as it's not going to be paranormal anymore, it's going to be more normal because I, I do notice that, you know, a lot more people like years ago, if, if somebody asked you like, about what you did i'd be like you know like <laughs> you know you're almost afraid to say like i, I investigate the paranormal because people now yeah. you tell somebody and they're like oh wow you know i had this incident and they want to talk to you about it they're excited it, it's definitely uh you know something that is becoming more more mainstream and that's for sure mm -hmm. and we do dive into um spiritualism um we have a team member where we'll go old school. I mean, even at our events, what we do is a thing called table tipping that was really popular in the age, like in the early 1900s during the age of spiritualism. And basically what it, we use is like an old antique end table with three legs and you rest your fingertips on, on the table just barely. And she's able to like channel her energy and have it slide over, tip over, and it's just amazing. Like when I tell people, they think I'm crazy, but it's just manifesting your energy to try to get this table to do what you want it to do. And everything, she's a, go ahead. No, I say everything. I table tip now. I just learned last awesome. year. I, cause I, 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 my seances are a bit the old spiritualist style, what you're talking about, like that they do in Lilydale and that whole late mm -hmm. 1800s thing but i had never done table tipping i was getting ready last year i'm doing it again this year to vulture city and i knew i was going to do a gallery or i knew i was going to do a seance but all of a sudden they're advertising and table tipping by patty negri i'm like what? <laughs> I, I i don't really table tip i've never even tried that um so i called my friend tim shaw i don't know if you know him he's mm -hmm. a paranormal investigator he, he's also a medium and he was raised in lilydale so i'm like how do i do this and he talked to me about the fingerprints and he goes and the ectoplasm gets strong we just we didn't use an antique table they had a plain old like a heavy card table oh, okay i had 40 people to the finger it was bouncing turning twisting mm -hmm. No way you could cheat. Nobody's knees were touching it. It was just, it's energy. It was so. Yeah, it's an aerobic activity. It like is aerobic sweating activity. after it. People get exhausted. Yeah. And, and Marie, that's on our team that does it. She, she finds these three-legged antique tables that, and she has a whole bunch of them now. And yeah. the first time I heard about it and the first time I'm like, mm, you know, I, you know, but then when I, when we did it at an event and we had random people that were you know we've never met before that show up and there was this guy and i mean bald head like big shaved and muscular dude and and he goes over and you could see he's just resting his fingers on it and it starts sliding and moving and they're running around with it and 
and she and I'm watching, I'm filming, I'm filming the table and him, and and I go over to him and after, and he's like out of breath, and and he's just drained. You can tell all his energy is just drained from him, um, and he's got like veins popping out of his forehead, and you know he's it, it's just it was he was blown away. You could and you could tell the energy that that mm-hmm. was depleted, you know, from his body from from doing this and channeling it and. It was really <clears throat> something to see. And the cool thing is that our co-founder's app, when we were doing it, was had a K2 meter, a measure electronic magnetic frequency. It's pretty sensitive. Um, a cell phone can set it off, but there was nothing around. And he would put the K2 while the table is spinning, and you could see it, like, flashing. It's crazy. Yeah. I know. Everything's energy. We're energy. You know, seventh grade science. Nothing solid here. Their right. energy, spirit. So I, I love that you guys do that. And I love that you have a really varied group of people. Um, cause that's what makes the world go. Yeah. That's nice exactly. because to be honest with you, like if we, if we get into a, a, a residential and we, and it's, it's something that, that needs a, a proper cleansing and somebody to come in, we have people on the team that, that can do that. So we can kind of focus more on, on certain things. And we have other people that focus on, on different sides of things. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's almost, it's so much to do all, you know, everybody has their, their job you know and it, it's mm-hmm. it's nice that way because then the people can focus on on their one specific strong point right that's beautiful so either together or separately what is the most either the scariest or most amazing thing that's happened to you in the paranormal world or one of your investigations my most amazing thing is witnessing my first shadow figure like full out detailed arms and legs and that's where we're having our next event where I witnessed it was at the Gold Coast Railroad Museum. And this was like during the day we were in the maintenance room and then the side, there's like a bathroom there and there's a window and you can see a light coming through and we're just outside the bathroom, just talking or whatever. And all of a sudden I see a shadow figure of a man walking from one side of the bathroom to the other side of the bathroom. And we actually had an, um, a writer who writes about paranormal locations that was there. And as soon as I saw that, she's like, someone just went on my face. So went like this. And I look at the side of her face and I could see the blush like missing. Like someone ran their finger on the side of her face. Yeah. It was crazy. It was wild. I was there. I didn't see the figure, but I can attest for the, um, Aaron, um, getting, getting touched and, and you could just see the shock in her face. And, and we had, that was a very active, crazy night. Mm-hmm. And nothing, I had nothing really scary. Um, the only thing that scared me the most was um, a bat going down the hallway at Beverly <laughs> Hills. <laughs> there were two bats flying sideways. Um, and what, with my, and I'm in the pitch black darkness. The only thing I see is through my camera with the infrared lighting. So I could barely see what it is. And as soon as I step foot out of the, um, to the hallway, I see this big blob with green eyes. And I'm like, oh my God. I just saw a creeper, a shadow figure. I, that made my day. I can go home now. So I go back in the video, and it's two bats. Like, <laughs> they were big. They were like footballs. Yeah. Bats, yeah, are, my- they, they, they go along. I had that, too. I was, um, I don't know, somewhere like near Sacramento, a castle, Preston Castle, I think. And mm-hmm. they tell you, like, there's 45,000 bats there or something. And they're like, oh, wow. they're going to fly at your head. And they're going to look like they're going to land on your head. But they won't. I'm like, Really? And, and yeah, that was way more scarier than ghosts. <laughs> yeah, and I was on the third floor and I was screaming and Mike was on the very top on the roof and he I heard him me from there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I heard him. 
uh, yeah, I, I thought somebody, uh, I thought somebody was hurting a cat or something, but you know, it was Eric, it was Eric screaming from the, uh, but I, I would say, you know, we do this so often that like, we don't really get, I, I would say we get more excited. Mm-hmm. Like when we, we get a crazy EVP, uh, or, or, you know, or shocked, but it's very rare that, that I feel that I'm like terrified or scared. Um, yeah. because, uh, but I would say the most prominent thing that sticks out when I get asked this question is, is disembodied voices to me, mm-hmm. that is the why. And, and that gives me the shivers and, and will freak me out and, and a little bit and just, it's totally wild. And one of the craziest ones was, was on one of our episodes was, uh, the spirits of the South. We were out at, uh, Ortona cemetery in it, where they dug up some ancient Indian burial mounds and in where there was a dig, indigenous people mm-hmm. built these serpent mounds and then it was taken over 250 BC, 250 AD, 80, yeah. 80. Yeah. Yep. Wow. And then the Calusa tribe took it over and we were investigating this whole area. And Eric asked the question, what, Eric, what did you ask? I was just talking out loud. It was Mike and our co-founder, Scotty, um, Marla, and I was just saying, we were talking about how, you know, about the Native Americans that were used to live there thousands and thousands of years ago. Um, they spoke a different language and we speak a different language. And I was saying, well, I think that if you're on the other side, you can understand any type of language. And then like right after I said that, we heard a disembodied voice of a woman saying yes. And we clear, caught it on camera. Crystal clear in the middle. And it was the three of us caught it on three cameras. And it, it said and we had our thermal with us. We were scanning the area and there was nobody out there. Nobody. That's and awful. it said crystal clear on 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 our episode. Yes. Clear as day. Yeah, and I agree with that. And again, in my working with the other side forever, um, whether they understand the language, they they get it either an emotion or visual or picture, or they just understand the meaning behind the language without doing it. I've, that's been mine a hundred percent. Yeah. I think there's just one, one language on the other side of the world. Everyone understands everybody. Communication. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is pretty cool. <laughs> um, so what are some of the stuff you guys having coming up? I know you guys have some stuff. So, and so before we go, tell me what you guys have coming up and then tell everybody where they can find you guys. Okay, well, we got a lot going on. Um, So the Haunted Files, Paraflix, we have a new episode um, airing June 16th on on Paraflix. The Selma Mansion, if everyone knows, it's pretty well known. It's in New Jersey. Super haunted. Pennsylvania. Uh, Oh, Pennsylvania. It's right on the border. It's pretty much (laughs) the same thing, but forgive me, people from New Jersey. Um, But yeah, so we have that going on. And actually, Mike and I, like, we're working hard to bring the best entertainment to people. We're actually are going to be on location this Saturday filming a new episode. And then uh, more party paranormal research. We we got invited to be a guest at the old Hamilton County Jail in Jasper, Florida. It's near St. Augustine, um, where they're running an event there. Um, Scott Tepperman from ghost hunters international he's going to be there he's like one of the most famous guests there and then june 24th we have our paranormal event ghost hunting Haunt- event yeah ghost the hunting hunting. on the rails yep at the old i mean the gold coast railroad museum and our events are different it's interactive you investigate with us you get to use all the tools and you get to see how it happens 
So yeah. it's kind of like a, what we do is a little different. It's kind of like a mixture between what other people do. Like instead of just giving people equipment and saying, here you go and letting them roam or vice versa, where we hold everybody's you know hand and kind of walk. It's more like we split up into different locations. The people free roam, they come in and I'm Small in, uh, I'm in one location and we start doing EVPs together. We let them do stuff. It's like, and then, or you walk into another location, some other investigators are in that location, and people get to do what they want and check out the area and investigate mm-hmm. with us. It's really pretty neat stuff. Yeah. Um, but I think Eric pretty much covered everything. Yeah, new new uh, episode coming out on the 16th. Mm-hmm. We're super excited about. And, uh, yeah. And if, you, and if you go to warpartyparanormal.com, that's our website, everything's linked to that, all our events um the haunted files and we're also on facebook instagram and youtube and we do have a um a live monday night show um 9 p.m eastern on the kgra digital broadcasting network called the war party paranormal radio show and we have amazing guests like patty she's been there on there several times yeah it's fun you guys check it out definitely check it out and actually, um, our next guest is going to be Mandy from Ho- Hollywood Paranormal Detectives. And you oh, remember. great. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is great. Love Mandy. That is so, you guys, so bi-coastal, so many coastal. <laughs> um, be- before we go, just a little, because my, my show is like a witchy show and to get into different kinds of spirituality and with, without going what it is. Have your views or your connection to spirit, whatever you see that is, God, religion, has that changed with you guys discovering that for either of you? Have you deepened, lessened, anything like that? It deepens it for me. Um, I think that's one of the reasons why I'm in this. I want to know what's out there on the other side. Um, I do have a Christian belief, and I just think, and it, but I'm an open Christian. I believe in all beliefs because I all think I all think they're intertwined together, and it just like deepens my um, um thing for that there is something there on the other side because i have proof of that i've, I've witnessed that so i know there's something out there yeah and, and i i agree um i would say that it it deepened my religious and and spiritual beliefs um i'm not really super tied to one religion i would say that they're all very similar in in some ways right they all kind of say mm-hmm. the same kind of baseline and that's kind of where you know good energy positive energy will push out the negative energy um things of that nature and but yeah definitely my spiritualism and and belief system has has increased um in in doing this and you know we as paranormal investigators and and things like that we do a lot of type things you know cleansings and we make sure that we wear certain things and, and and symbolisms and you know different items and um, you know, there's there's bracelets and stuff that we wear and, you know, to keep us grounded and different things. So it's all kind of blending into, you know, one another. And that's why I think that it's so neat that people that investigate the paranormal and and people that are are spiritual and, and have uh, uh, abilities that when they blend together and we learn from each other mm-hmm. and it's just it's it's really an awesome thing. And it's, it's really helps both sides. See, I agree wholeheartedly. I, and I studied this. I have a school that teaches many belief systems. My mm-hmm. 20 teachers all have different faiths and belief systems. Um, but I, I really think 
because times are scary, like we started, times are scary. Traditionally, mm. people would go back to their faith, which is great. Yeah. And a lot of people have. Some people, maybe their traditional religion isn't keeping up for them as much as they could for whatever reason. So mm. again, alternative spirituality, new age and crystals and pagan witchcraft is becoming huge, more shamanic, mm. Native American. But some people... And that's great on both parts. But some people that not even ready, it's like, mm, I don't want religion. I don't want to go to church. I don't want to go to temple. I don't even want this new age stuff. But I want to know there's something more than I see on TV every night. I want to know more than we're going to get blown up by China or Russia. Yeah, exactly. Right. And, and they go, let's go hunt ghosts. They, they become paranormal investigators because to know that there's something more than this, this, this corporal yeah. body. It and then they do exactly what you, what you guys did. They go, oh, wow, this is real. And then they start discovering a belief system or a faith. And I agree. Mm -hmm. I study this stuff. My grandfather, from an atheist point, studied this stuff. The through line in all of them is the through line, the light and the dark. And what it mm -hmm. is, whatever names you put on top, it's almost like that's the template. And the more we can come together, the more I think that we are just evolving so yeah it's not that it's a whole new religion but it's almost like a whole new religion to right? get people in to a way yeah a, a, a faith mm -hmm. a spirituality definitely so um you guys are the best i'm so glad to have you you're guys. the best everybody check out their show check out the haunted files check out paraflix if you don't know paraflix.com it's a very affordable streaming service and i'm one of the mm -hmm. owners and founders and they are one of our best and most loved shows um follow them mm -hmm. on facebook and instagram because that's what we have to do that china sign up for their youtube page um and go to their events because they're really great guys Truly, two of my favorites, and I know a lot of people. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you so much. You got those Delco glasses. You want yeah. to? You want we love you, Patty. <laughs> you want the walls to melt? Yeah, we do. <laughs> In only the best way. So, you guys. Thank you so much for bringing your magic to the witching hour. And thank, thank you, you so much for having us. 